Welcome back to another episode of the Young Business Minds podcast. I'm your co-host, Michael Kwan, along with my co-host, Alan Fan. How's it going today, Alan? I'm doing great. Alan, I'm super excited because today we have our very first guest entrepreneur on the YBM podcast ever. And Denise is someone that we are just so excited to share with you. So Alan, why don't you go ahead and introduce her to our audience of young business minds who are eager to learn about entrepreneurship and business. I'm so excited today to bring on our very first guest. Let me tell you all about her. She is a two-time TEDx speaker, a top 1% realtor in Vancouver. She sold over $500 million worth of real estate in Vancouver. She's had multiple properties to herself and a self-made millionaire, Denise Mai. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be not only on your podcast, but to be the first person on your podcast. Thank you for this amazing opportunity. I'm so excited to be here with both of you and everyone on your podcast today. Thank you so much for taking the time, Denise. We really appreciate it. And the reason why we wanted to bring Denise on first was Denise actually got to do something very unique with Alan and I, and we were helping to serve young leaders. And so actually, one of the reasons why we're creating this podcast in the first place is because of some inspiration that Denise brought to us. So Denise, the way that we're breaking down this podcast is to really help our young business minds to understand what business looks like. And so in the beginning, we don't necessarily know what business looks like. So can you explain to us specifically what your business is and how you create value for your clients? And then while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about your story as well? Okay. So give you a little bit of background on myself. I grew up in a family where we were poor but growing up. Uh, my mom had me at the age of 40 and she was a single mom on welfare. So I remember when I was a young child, we'd be lining up for food at a food bank or going for Christmas dinner at the Union Gospel Mission, which was a local church and just, you know, getting clothes and donations of toys from the Salvation Army. So that was my childhood. And, you know, although Looking back now, it was one of poverty. I now looking back, it's like I'm still a very happy childhood for me. And so I, you know, went through university, did the whole make my parents proud, get my university degree. And then afterwards, I decided to get into the corporate world. That was one of my goals to graduate university. And I did work for two Fortune 500 companies before becoming a real estate agent. And here I am, um, a realtor for the last 12 years, since 2010. And now I help big people who are thinking about buying or selling a home, uh, basically help them transition in their uh, real estate journey. Whether they want to you know, buy, sell, or invest, that's what I've been doing. Uh, and in the first five years of my career, I was on a real estate team. And now I have my own real estate team. So I manage... Uh, about five people, and I also have a group of us that are about 300 agents that's in my group and in my organization at the moment. And so, you know, going back to your question of like, what is, I guess, my business model, right? So, you know, my business model, when I went through university and getting that corporate job, I realized that working nine to five was great, but it really didn't fit my personality. You know, I knew inside at that time that I wanted to control my income. 
And because when you're working a nine to five job, you don't necessarily have control of your income because you have a boss or a manager who determines if you did a great job this year. And if you did, you would get like a 5% raise. And I knew at that point, I didn't want someone to control my income. So I knew I wanted to get other a nine to five job or corporate job and work somewhere where I'd be in a little bit more control. So that's why I decided to get into something that's commission based. And so I knew it would be either real estate or some sort of sales job, whatever being I was also considering medical sales at the time. And so I, you know, I was actually sharing the story with you how I got into real estate. Um, as I remember at the time I was having lunch with the CEO of LifeScan, which is a division of the company for Johnson & Johnson. And he suggested to me, can he like get into real estate? Because I was sharing with him that I'm, you know, I don't think corporate world was for me. And then he said, and then I, my first thought was, who's going to trust this 24-year-old to sell real estate? Because I was 24 at the time. I looked very young and had no experience, had all, all these insecurities and doubts that were still crossing through my mind. And then one day I entered a contest with one of my best friends and we decided to sell newspaper advertising. Um, I don't know about how that sheet with me right here. Unfortunately, I don't. Uh, but basically it was those like coffee made um, newsletters. And on the side, you could sell newspaper advertisements. And whoever sold the most would win a trip somewhere in the world that they chose. And so we decided to target Realtors. And we booked five appointments to meet realtors and the day night before she called me at three in the morning she's like Denise I am so sorry I've been arguing with my boyfriend all night I don't think I can make it and I was like you're just gonna leave me hanging she's like I'm sorry I can't make it and she just kind of hangs and so I called the owner of the company and he's like you know what Denise I believe in you you can do this and so pretty much I just went met with the realtors on my own and long story short I ended up winning that contest on my own. So by right. doing that, it basically helped me build the confidence in me to be able to sell, you know, and that's what I've done. And the thing is, like, now I've jumped and then after that, I pretty much jumped into real estate and here I am 12 years later. So, you know, it's one of the best decisions I've made in my life because real estate has been such, has been so great in terms of, the amount of income I've been able to earn. I've just been, whatever you put in, you get out, which is what real estate is. So just to get, break it down a little bit, um, becoming a realtor, you are only commission-based, which means if you don't make any sales, you don't make any money. Unlike a nine-to-five job, which is a little bit more stable, you always have that monthly check coming in. You know how much you're going to make. And real estate, on the other hand, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of unknown. You don't know when your next paycheck was going to. And I'm going to be honest, in the first few years of my career, I questioned myself a lot if I made the right decisions. I questioned if I should get a second job, a part-time job as a waitress. Um, you know, it was, it was like, I was, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. And in the first couple of years, it was a bit of a struggle. But just with anything, there's always that learning curve. And so if, you know, just with anything, luckily I stuck it out. I continued the first four years just to constantly always be growing and learning and be a sponge. I was literally a sponge. I was just absorbing all this knowledge from different coaches and conferences in the real estate industry. And I learned so much. And it wasn't until my fifth year of real estate where my business 
really transformed. And how it transformed was I, I finally hired a real estate coach. And so my, I went from doing anywhere between five to 20 deals in my first four years to doing over 65 deals that year. So I tripled my business. And it was the first year that I made $650,000. And I was like, oh my goodness, this was like the most money I've ever seen in my life. And it was then on where my business has started to really grow and scale on a, on a larger level. And now I've, I'm, because I've been doing this for 12 years, I really have the honor and blessing to be able to grow a team. And now I share my knowledge um, and experience with other newer agents so I can help them become the best realtors they can or become the best version of themselves by contributing and serving in their lives. So that's, you know, a little bit about my background and a little bit about my industry and, and, and what I do. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing, Denise. Isn't it amazing how that um, situation with your best friend who decided she can't be in this contest then propelled you into this industry? Who knows where you might not necessarily have the confidence. If you both did it together, you might feel like it might be more her than you necessarily. Now it's all you and you really came through and won the contest basically on your own and probably gave you a lot of confidence to be able to push forward and feel like you can be more than what you thought. Absolutely. And I think, you know, and for anyone who's listening to this, if there's moments where you feel like you had a, you know, teammate or uh, somebody, a student that was supposed to do something with you and then they left you hanging, you know, there's, there's, there's a point in that moment which she, when the phone hung up, fear came over me. I was like, all these insecurities and stories and doubts uh, came into my mind. Like, I can't do this on my own. Who's, uh, you know, she's supposed to come with me. You know, we're supposed to do this together. And the thing is, like, you can break through that fear. You know, see fear, face it anyways, and still push through. On the other side of fear is going to be so much more. There's going to be that success. There's going to be happiness, you know. And a lot of times, we let failure, we let sadness, we let all this rejection hold us back from our truest potential. So remember, whenever you're in a point in your life and you feel that you are in a crossroads where you're often feeling fearful, like worried or remembering this story that, you know what? Hey, I'm just going to do it anyways. I'm going to mm-hmm. take that faith mm-hmm. and trust in the process and know that even if I do fail, even if I do get rejected, it's a learning process, you know? Remember Absolutely. that every moment is a learning process. As long as you learn, it's not a failure. It's still success because every single nugget you get from your experience will help you in the future. You may not realize it at the time, but it will help you in your future. Yeah, absolutely. So during your teen years, you had quite a gap between your parents and yourself, right? Uh, Where there was already a 40-year gap when she had you. By the time you got to your teens, your mom's already in her mid-50s, as an example, right? How did you operate as a teen with that gap? And were you an entrepreneur back then? And if not, what did you kind of learn about yourself during those ages? 14 to 17, as an example. Yeah, this is actually a pretty critical point in my life because when I was 14, 17, I knew growing up, you know, we didn't have much money. So I knew growing up that I wanted 
something different for not only myself, but my family, you know, I wanted to give back to my parents for everything that they've done for me. So that was one of my biggest goals, biggest wise. But at 14, when I was in my teen, I didn't know how, you know, but I read a book that really transformed my life. It was the book Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And, you know, I, and even at that young age, I knew I wanted to either buy real estate or get into real estate at the time. But being a teenager, it's like, you don't even know how, where to get started and what are the first steps you need to take. So reading that book allowed me to really start the transformation of my mindset, changing and shifting perspective. Because I realized that my mom was the poor dad in that book, right? And I don't blame my mom because she grew up in a different era. You know, she grew up during the Vietnam War. She she had to escape her country. So, you know, for her, she always had a scarcity mindset because she had to fight for everything that she had. And so, you know, she really could have really brought that mindset on to me to save money, work hard, get in on a five job, go to university. Like, and she, and that she did the best she could with what she had. But when I read that book and I realized, you know, I really need to become an investor, business owner. That was when I was like, started the, the, the wheel in my mind to think, okay, what can I do? And so, you know, I worked at in retail for a uh, well, actually eight years at a company called Lisenza. Um, it was it's similar to Victoria's Secret, but for Canadians. Um, until Victoria's Secret bought up Lisenza, so uh, they are still the same company. And I worked my way up during high school and through my early university days, and uh, as a as a retail, just as a staff, and then a team leader, and then become a manager. And you know, you. At, 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 in that during those time periods, uh, we would sell these um, membership cards, and every time you would sell a membership card, you would get a dollar. <laughs> and I was the queen of selling these membership cards. Uh, every month, I would you know get a few extra hundred dollars because I would be selling these membership cards. And already, that was already a start to be like, okay, I'm getting paid for the amount of work I contribute, right? And then it's also something to keep in mind in the future. You get paid directly in the value you provide to others in this world. And so I knew that if I sold this membership card and I help people who shop here saving 10% in the future, that's savings that they're going to have in their pocket. So, you know, that was probably a catalyst to everything that I started. And so that really helped me get into the mindset of, okay, sale. Um, getting paid for what I earn and let's see what the future holds. But I know it's going to be something great. And so, yeah, that, that's probably what I was like in the, in my teens, just knowing that I, I had my why. You know, I want to actually bring that up because a lot of times when we're, you know, when I was a little teenager, I, you know, I, I think I was blessed to know my my why at a very young age, right? Just being able to give back to my parents with my, my big why. I didn't know how yet, but I was going to figure out a way. You're right. When when there's a when there's a way, there's a, when there's a will, there's a way, right? So you're gonna figure out the way as long as you have the will to pursue whatever it is that you want. So um try to figure out what you want. That it could be something as simple as like it might not be like helping your retired parents yet, right? That might be a little bit too big of a goal. It could be something as small as let's say I want to buy a new Mac computer. That is my goal for today, or it would be buy my brother a playstation 5 for christmas whatever it is um 
set little goals for yourself because I think that will really motivate you and drive you out no matter what point in your life. Well, that's fantastic, Denise. And you know what I really admire about you and what really sticks out is this idea of sales, right? Being able to talk to people and provide value to them. And a lot of times I think when we're talking about entrepreneurship, sometimes people skip over that completely. They're like, oh, let me make the model. Let me make the, uh, let me make the product first. Let me go out and start marketing something. And they get to the point where they actually have to make a sale and they climb up. And I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually no different. Like I've gotten to that place before and I'm like, you know what? Everything else is in place except making the sale. And I think in actually a lot of instances, the sale comes first, right? You have to ask for the sale. If you have no sale, you have no business. And so what I really love about what you did in your teen years is you put yourself in a position to get exposure to that idea, right? Handing out the cards, offering value to someone, like you said, giving them 10% for the next time they come back and just being willing to go out there and talk to people. And so for our young entrepreneurs, our young business minds that are looking to get into business, it's very important, I think, for you to realize this early on. And what you said about fear is so important because a lot of times, you know, we're fearful of what other people are going to think about us. However, once you're able to get past that, like Denise said, right, you look at fear in the face and you walk past it because, you know, all fear is, is false evidence appearing real. And you, once you realize that, then it's not that scary anymore. And if you do it one time, the second time is 10 times easier. And then the third time, easier and easier and easier to the point where it just becomes habit. And so what I love about your business model now is that now you're able to capitalize on that skill that you actually had started even when you were a teen. So for you young business minds that are listening now, the training begins now, not tomorrow, not when you're in college, not when you're out of college, not when you're in your first career. It starts now. And that's why this podcast is so important is because you're getting exposure to real entrepreneurs such as Denise, Allen, and myself, and a million other entrepreneurs that we're going to bring in so that you can hear their story and you can apply it to your life now, not later. So Denise, one of the final questions that we have for you in this podcast is, you know, if there's a young business mind that's listening right now who really wants to start up their own business and they want to be successful today, what advice would you give to them or what advice would you give to yourself back then knowing what you know now? Ooh, that's a great question. You know, I, I think when we're at, when I was a teacher, you know, at a young, a young business mind right now, uh, there is probably a lot of fear about what's going on. But like you said, definitely face it anyways and push through. But I would say the biggest advice I would give to somebody is to seek out either a mentor or a coach, somebody who is doing what you want, want, want to do or is where you want to be. And seek out advice for that, you know, and don't be afraid to reach out, right? And you'll be surprised, like people who are successful or who have achieved a certain level in their life, whether it be, you know, entrepreneurship or business owners, they are so very happy to help out those who are seeking it. And so, you know, don't be afraid to reach out. See if you can sit down with them for, you know, for coffee and offer, you know, some, some like you, when I, whenever people reach out to me, I'm always so happy to help out because, you know, I would, I know where I was at one point. I was at that age. I was at that point in my career or that point in my life. And so it's our way to give back. 
And if we can give back to others, you know, that's really the true um, form of happiness for a lot of people because it fulfills us on such a deeper level. So that's what the biggest piece of advice like, I wish I seeked out a mentor or a coach or somebody I could learn up to at, at my younger age. Because remember when I shared my story of getting a coach in my 50 year real estate, I waited five years before I got that coach. I wish I got it from day one. You know, in my teens, I wish I would have gotten a, a mentor at that time. Maybe somebody who was already in real estate who I could have gotten some experience and I would have been able to catapult my career at an even much younger age. And getting that experience, that knowledge, that advice, that is priceless. And if you can find a mentor or told somebody who is willing to take you under their wing, be very grateful for that. You know, always share your gratitude towards them. Tell them how thankful and remember to always be that person, um, uh, you know, to, to be grateful and always try to, you know, give value back somehow. You might be thinking, how am I going to give value back to this person who has so much to offer me? But everyone has value, you know, everyone has something to offer. You know what you have to offer if you're at a, a young business, but you have your energy, you have your vitality, you know, sometimes uh, for some of us who've been in dance for a long time, we sometimes get in this hamster wheel routine where, you know, our energy can get bogged down by all the issues and problems and business issues that we're facing. So when we have somebody who is young and has this vibrant energies and really energy translate, so they will get energy um, by being around you. And, you know, that in itself is enough, right? If you can create this positivity, this nice high vibration, just being who you are, that is going to be more than enough a lot of time. Yes. I love that. That's That's so true. I mean, the three of us were just around many youth not that long ago, about a month ago. And the energy that they brought really energized the three of us so much. And I love that advice you gave too, Denise. Finding a coach or a mentor or somebody who's done it before, you don't need to reinvent the wheel, right? There's nothing that really replaces experience. However, if you can learn from somebody else's shared experiences already, that allows you to go further and faster and better than what you can do all on your own, right? You can learn from somebody who's already had that experience in the past, be able to share with you, hey, these are the missteps I've already made. Try not to go to these areas. And you're going to just be able to go further and faster, quicker, better, all of that, right? You're going to be a better version of that person who already gave you that advice. So I love that advice. I love what you've shared and thank you so much for sharing all of your stories, all of your advice to our young business mind. Really, we're trying to share more and more stories so that more and more people can get to that place where we're sharing these experiences, these shared experiences so they can go further and faster in their own lives, not just for us or for anybody that's around us, right? Anybody that's listening, anybody that's on this podcast, Please keep listening because there's going to be so many of these stories that we're sharing, so many of these ideas that we want to bring to you so that you can take advantage of that in your own lives. So thank you again for coming on, Denise. We really appreciate it. Thanks for being our very first guest. How wonderful it is to have someone like yourself on here. And um, yeah, we're really excited for 
more of our guests to come onto the podcast. Thank you so much again for having me. It was such a pleasure to spend this morning with you both. It's, uh, I'm so honored to be able to share my story. And hopefully, if, you know, one of my missions in life now is to really inspire with impact. You know, that can really touch somebody's life who's listening right now and create that ripple effect in their life. That in itself is such a meaningful experience for me. So thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to be here with both of you today. And you know, I definitely do also want to add that if anybody wants to keep in touch with me, I'm more than happy to uh, stay connected. So you can also add me on Instagram. It's Denise, my underscore real estate. Um, or you can, uh, we could pop in my, you know, email and everything in, I guess, you know, somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll add it somewhere. So and also my uh, website is denisemine.com. So you can always find me, reach me, reach out to me. I'm really would be happy to you know, hear from somebody who's listening. If you have any questions, I'm always here and more than happy to help and support in any way that I can. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, Denise. And we'll go ahead and link up in the notes all the ways that we can contact with you, as well as the TEDx uh, speaking engagements that you've done already. You had a phenomenal talk on resilience that I think, you know, you listeners and viewers will really get, you know, some great value out of. So we'll definitely link those up as well. But again, thank you so much for joining us today. And listeners, join us next time for another episode of Young Business Minds, where we're going to bring to you some additional business owners and really share with you some of these core ideas, just as Denise did. She really helped us to understand the importance of sales and getting a mentor and walking past fear. And uh, we're so excited to learn about your own journey. So if you have any questions, go ahead and leave it on our Facebook page or wherever we have uh, ways to communicate with us. And we'll see you next time on the Young Business Minds podcast. Until then, have a phenomenal day. Build your empire and stay blessed.